Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. I am coming to you today from Spokane, Washington in my very cold closet. I actually turned on the heat in the rest of the apartment and forgot and accidentally left the closet door closed. So it is quite chilly in here. The temperatures have been changing very drastically. It is now it's it's fall. Definitely without a doubt it's fall and might even be like borderline winter. I have this feeling that it's going to be a very short fall here in the Pacific Northwest, but totally going to make the most out of it and go climbing as many days as I can and just enjoy the season while it lasts. I am super excited about today's topic. I have been wanting to talk about this for months, and it was just something that it just like wasn't the right time. I couldn't formulate the words, but when I actually sat down to write these notes just a couple of days ago, it flowed out of me. Almost four pages of notes just immediately, and I knew it was time to talk about this topic. Today, we're talking all about dealing with the internet haters. So if you are a business owner, this is going to be infinitely and particularly helpful for you. Even if you're not a business owner, I think you're really going to take a lot away from this because the internet is a massive place and there are a lot of people on there and not all of those people are nice all of the times. So it's kind of not a matter of like, oh, if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. You're going to get like an internet troll or somebody that doesn't like what you're doing or thinks that you should or shouldn't be doing something differently. We're going to talk all about that today, how to deal with it, how to move forward from it, and how to really like step up and stand in your power despite that, because it's, it's not, we're not talking about preventing this from happening. I don't necessarily think that you should dim your light or turn down your volume or your dial to make other people comfortable. That's definitely not where we're going. We're talking all about what to do and how to deal with it, how to grow thicker skin, because if at some point you haven't encountered this, like, it's probably going to happen. And I can tell you from personal firsthand experience, like, it can be very painful. I am in Enneagram 8, which means I'm the challenger. I have a very tough exterior. I (laughs) have a very strong personality, but inside, I'm very squishy. I am very sensitive, and my feelings do tend to get hurt very easily. And running an online business, I have had my fair share of people come at me, say things to me, about me that, you know, I don't necessarily agree with. And it's really just learning how to stand my ground, how to let things bounce off of me, and how to ultimately let that fuel me in using my voice even more and in a more impactful way. I'm really excited to get into this. So let's do some updates first. So updates from me. If you are listening to this on the day that it comes out, October 26th, 2021, that means enrollment for Ignite is open to the waitlist. Oh my God, I am so excited about this. I'm really like trying not to yell, but like, holy shit, I am so excited. I, it's like a kid before Christmas when I'm recording right now, like I cannot wait for this program to be open and it is finally here. 
Ignite is my 12-week business accelerator course. This is for business owners. If you are wanting to get your online business off the ground or if you are already an established business owner and looking for some support and coaching around growing your business, scaling your business, reaching those consistent 5K months. Yep, that's right. $5,000 in a month consistently. That's a thing. It is out there. It's literally the universe is waiting for you to claim and accept it. The universe is like, I've been waiting for you to step up to this. When were you <laughs> When were you going to get here? That's my job. That's what I help you do is I help you get to those months. I help you grow and scale your business and really show up confidently and make sure that you feel good and in alignment with what you're doing because that is so important. There are many, many ways to grow a business. There are ways that can lead you to burnout. There are ways that can lead you feeling very resentful, feeling overworked and undercompensated. We're not interested in those. What we're interested in, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a business that fills you up so much that you literally cannot wait to get up in the morning and start working, that you literally cannot wait to talk about your offers. That's how excited I am right now about this offer because I know that this offer, Ignite, changes the entire trajectory of people's lives. This program changes lives. Like, hands down, that's, I mean, period, I could stop there, but I am so excited about this because we are doing it live. Again, this time I had such a good experience with this last time. Everybody had such a great transformational three months that I knew it was time to bring this back. And as I've been really connecting a lot more with my intuition and I've been embarking on this 90 days meditation challenge and I'm on, I think about day 11 or 12, it is abundantly clear to me that I need to be talking more about business. This is this is what I'm here to do. Is I'm here to empower mainly women, but I, I, men can also join this program. I'm here to empower people to step into their power. That is what I'm here to do. Whether that's through your business or brain rewiring or just listening to the podcast, hearing me talk. But it has become very clear to me that I need to be doing a lot more business-related things. So... I'm so excited about this program, opening for enrollment. If you are on the wait list, that means until Friday, just until Friday, you can join the program and save $500. After that, the price will increase. You get 12 weeks of educational modules, everything from how to do the legal and financial sides of your business, how to make sure those are taken care of, to identifying your ideal client avatar, the people that you actually want to work with. Do you want to work with women? Do you want to work with kids? Do you want to work with pregnant moms? And coming up with an offer that is irresistible for them, that you know beyond a doubt that they want and they need from you. That is super important because you could have the best offer in the entire world, but if nobody actually wants or needs it, it's probably not going to be super successful. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to create an offer that you know people need. There's so much need around it. And what we're going to do is teach you how to launch it, how to show up and market and tell people, hey, I have this thing to offer. I have this solution to your problem. I'm going to teach you exactly how to use social media to leverage what you have to offer, whether that's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, podcast, email, whatever medium it is that you really connect and resonate with. We're going to teach you all about money mindset, how to improve your relationship with money, how to improve your relationship with people paying you with receiving. That's a huge one, is people often don't feel like they're worthy enough to receive money. We work on that a lot. I have an entire module on brain rewiring. I think this is absolutely crucial for business owners is going through the rewiring process. We're going to talk all about scaling your business as well, selling out your offers, what to do after that, what's next. So there are actually two different ways to join this round of Ignite. 
so you can go through and do the 12 weeks of the educational modules with the live coaching calls. That's a really great place to start if you are just getting your business off the ground, you want a lot of support around how to use social media, you want all of the homework, you want to be able to have that step-by-step guide, be able to implement everything, checklists, everything in there. And the other option is if your business is already off the ground, but you're either struggling to get clients, you have too many clients and you need to start scaling, you want to start hitting those consistent 5K months, you can just join the live coaching calls. So make sure if you are wanting to do the second option, you reach out to me. So either DM, I'm at ladybeta.coaching on Instagram or via email, chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com to make sure that you let me know that you're interested in that second option. I'm super excited to have two different ways to join this round because I know that there is so much need for this. There is so much need for business owners looking to grow their businesses and have that consistent, reliable income. So this is not just for climbing coaches. Of course, you could absolutely join if you are a climbing coach. This is for nutrition professionals, health coaches, healers, intuitives. Any online business owner can join this. If you are somebody that sells physical products in the online space, digital products, this is for you. And I am so excited to be starting this new round. So again, enrollment is $500 off through Friday. After that, the price increases. We get started with this program on November 29th. So you have a little bit of time to prepare. You get immediate access to all of the content so you can start learning and implementing right away. And I'm actually giving a free 90-minute intensive to the first five people that join. So by the time this airs, these might actually be sold out. But if you email me, really nice. I'll probably let you in on the intensives as well because I really love them. I really enjoy them. And they are so fun to be able to do things like launch planning with clients, really get specific on the blocks that are holding them back from becoming and having a more abundant business. They're one of my favorite parts of what I do. So I'll put all of the information in the show notes to where you can learn more about Ignite. And if you want to sign up and join, I would love to have you. I would be so honored, so, so honored to support you in your journey to becoming a more successful business owner. For me, coaching was absolutely imperative. I It was crucial to my success. I, I would not in any way, shape or form be where I am right now without having that support and guidance of a coach. I am so thankful that I was able to take that chance on myself and invest in myself. It was scary as shit, but I did it and it opened up an entire new world for me. I want that for you. And I'm so excited, so excited to get this new round started. So more info in the show notes and let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, dealing with the internet haters. Um, And just for your visual information, haters is H-A-T-E-R-Z. I think adding a little bit of humor to this makes it a little bit more easy to process and digest and a little bit of levity, which I think we need for a topic like this. So at some point, if you haven't already, you are likely to encounter haters on the internet. It is part of life. You are not going to please everybody. This is something that took me a long time to come to terms with, I think. It definitely still bothers me sometimes because people-pleasing is very deeply ingrained in me, in my brain. Um, I tend to have this perception that, oh my gosh, I, I need to, everybody needs to like me or I'm not worthy or valuable of love. And I know, I know that's not true, but I still get tripped up in it sometimes. 
So if you're somebody that is thinking about this and you're like, oh my God, I hate her on the internet. Like that is the worst possible thing that I could do. That is literally stopping me from putting myself out there. This episode is for you. I really hope to empower you to use your voice to stand in your power and to show up authentically in whatever way that means to you. So haters on the internet, they could get mad about you posting something about macronutrients and maybe you trigger the shit out of them. Maybe those are the type of people that really believe in intuitive eating. And they all of a sudden put on their little metaphorical pitchforks and they're going to come for you. It could even be vice versa. Maybe the intuitive eating folks, they love what you're saying, but the macronutrient people are just like, no, that's totally wrong. I think you should do this. You should say it that way. Maybe you're getting some internet hate for posting that you climbed a certain grade and somebody else doesn't necessarily agree with that grade and feels the need to let you know that they do not, in fact, think it's that grade. They think it's very important that you know that they don't think it's that correct grade. Maybe you're getting some internet hate about posting more openly about money. This is a huge one for me. This is probably where I've gotten a lot of my internet hate, which I very much like to do is decrease the shame and guilt associated with creating wealth and talking about money. Maybe you get a little bit of backlash from that. People are triggered. It can be hard sometimes to see people that are more successful than you. I have this all the time. I get triggered all the time by people that have seven-figure businesses. They have entire teams. They're really confident and feel really stable in their businesses. I get triggered by that, for sure. Maybe it's because the people on the internet think that because you make X amount of money, you're automatically bad or you're a greedy person or that if you have X amount of money, you, quote, should be doing X, Y, and Z with it, whatever they think that you should be doing. People have a lot of opinions when it comes to what others, quote, should be doing. Maybe somebody has a negative review of your services or products. It's an unhappy customer. They didn't tell you in the moment, and instead they held on to that anger for months. They let it grow, and then all of a sudden they post something, and they felt the need to really let the rage out. That I know that's happened to me. That's happened to my clients before. Absolutely. Maybe you're getting some internet hate for posting a vulnerable nudie picture and somebody doesn't like butts. They're very offended by your butt. So they feel the need to make you feel small because they're triggered. The point is that internet haters and trolls exist, sadly, in relatively large numbers. And at some point in your business and in your life, you will become subject to the path of their destruction. If you're not in this path of destruction, it's because you're not putting yourself out there. Because you're not actually showing up authentically. Because you will not get everybody to like you. The point of this podcast is we're not letting you go down in the flames. We're just going to build you up. I just want to build you up so high that the little things like this, it's not going to bring you down for long. I'm not saying it can't bring you down. I think feeling our feelings is valid. I think it's necessary. I think we need to process things. I think we need to explore why things like this, why it's so triggering to have somebody disagree with us. But reminding ourselves that the internet, it allows everybody to become experts, in quotes, (laughs) and voice their opinions, often anonymously. These are the armchair quarterbacks, the people that think that you should do this thing because that's what they would do, you know, if they were in your position. I love the internet for many, many reasons, but this is not one of them. 
I love the connection. I love the community. I love how easy it is to talk with somebody across the world. I love how far I can spread my message. I don't love the people that think that they can come into my space, my house, and let me know that I'm a terrible person for a decision that I've made. People think that they reserve the right to comment on what you do and how you live your life. The truth is that they don't. This is where it comes back to feeling your feelings and knowing that whatever you are feeling is valid. I think that that is really important. Whatever is coming up for you is valid, whether that's anger, whether that's sadness, whether that's second guessing yourself. And you don't have to make decisions in that moment. Just know that those feelings are real, that they're there. And understanding that people make decisions and people do things. And it's not about us. It's about them. It is always about them. That is a projection of them, their feelings, their trauma, their wounds, their things that they haven't dealt with. A lot of the times for me, it's just reminding myself that like, okay, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about them. It's their experience, their reality, their perception. That can be really helpful. And I also remind myself on my end of my behavior when I'm on the internet. Am I supportive of people? What are the interactions that I'm having with people? Am I going and leaving random comments? Or am I keeping those things to myself? Because you can actually silently disagree with things. You can hit that unfollow button. You don't need to announce your departure. It's not an airport. You can read something that you don't agree with. And it can be triggering for you. And you can sit with that. And you can ask yourself, why? Why is this so triggering? What is this bringing up for me? What am I making this mean? Do I think this person maybe meant something else? There are a lot of ways of having very productive conversations around these types of things. Curious, open conversations. Hey, you said this. It made me feel this way. Is that what you meant? Making sure that we are phrasing things in this way. And if there are a lot of things that we're reading that we really feel the need to like go put internet hate out in the world, maybe we just need to unfollow. Maybe we don't actually need to interact with that. Because that's bringing our frequency down. That's actively lowering our vibration. And we don't need that. For me, what I, what I do is I think of social media like my house. This is my sacred space. I've built this. I put a lot of time and effort into it. I'm very intentional about the things that I share, the words that I speak. A lot goes into it. Just like my apartment, my home, people don't just get to walk in without being invited. They don't just get to tell me how things work or how to be. It's the same with social media. That's my house. You don't get to come here and tell me how I need to be. Imagine barging into somebody's house, not even knocking or waiting to be invited, and just telling them everything that was on your mind. Everything that they're doing wrong that you would do differently if you were them. No, you're probably not going to do that. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. But it is the same with social media. Start to treat it like your house. This means that you need to have boundaries around it. You need to know what does and doesn't fly with you. What is and isn't okay. For example, for me, people can disagree with me. Absolutely. But what you don't get to do is come to my house and tell me I'm a terrible person because you disagree with me. So what are your boundaries around social media? What is and isn't okay with you? Do you like open discussion? What types of comments will you allow, not allow? 
really getting clear on those because if we've never actually taken the time to gain clarity around it, how can we ever know what is and isn't acceptable? So I mentioned this in the beginning of the episode, but I'm an Enneagram 8. I have a very strong personality. Therefore, automatically, just by existing, I am just very good at triggering people. I am the challenger personality type. The way that I like to think of it is expanding, expansion. I'm creating conversations for people to grow. But when it comes down to it, I know that I elicit a strong response from people. I know this about myself. It's, it's happened ever since I was very, very young. And again, I'm a, I'm a deeply sensitive person. I'm not immune to the negative comments. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that it got me down. It, they do. They absolutely do. I'm able to recover a lot more quickly now. And I've been able to develop a lot more thicker skin. Because the thing is, you just cannot please everyone. I'm sure you've heard this example or something similar, but you can be the juiciest peach in the whole goddamn orchard. You can be the most perfect, organic, most ripe peach. Perfect for the picking. But maybe somebody doesn't like peaches. They're not into them. They don't like how juicy and amazing they are. They like oranges instead. You're not going to please everybody, so you might as well be your damn self. Your authentic self. Literally, stand in all of your authenticity. Stand in your full power. Because you just will never please everybody. It's not going to happen. You might as well not try. For me, that was something that I realized. I was like, holy shit, so many of my actions, especially when it comes to running my business, were to try to please everyone. And it's it's exactly like marketing. If you're trying to speak to everybody, you're really effectively speaking to no one. If I'm trying to please everybody, I'm actually pleasing no one. And I'm probably not pleasing myself. So you have to remember that you're not going to be right for everybody. And that's a good thing. It's an absolutely good thing because it allows your people that you are right for to find you. When you put yourself out there more, the more that you say your opinions, what you believe in, what is, what isn't right in your world, the more that you're clear about what you do and don't stand for, the more that other people don't feel as alone, the more that other people can connect and resonate with what you have to say. Okay, so if you're listening to this podcast and it's still fallout, that means it's climbing season. It is like prime bouldering season right now. The temps are excellent. The granite is sticky. But that means that my skin is getting shredded just like a cheese grater. It sometimes actually feels like I'm trying to climb cheese graters. And the one thing standing in between me not being able to climb and actually having a really excellent climbing day is rhino skin. If you're a climber, you've probably heard of Rhino Skin before, and I am a huge fan of their products. I have been ever since they came out. I've tried other hand repair, skin repair creams, salves before, and they are like way too sticky. You touch your steering wheel and you're like, ugh, gross. And it just like, it's greasy. It stays on your hands forever. Not the repair from Rhino Skin. Repair is my all-time favorite product that they offer. I think it's kind of their flagship product. It's what came out first. It is excellent for repairing your skin, for recovery, for maintaining good calluses as well. And the really cool thing about it is it actually contains analgesic menthol 
and magnesium, along with some essential oils to help reduce pain. Super key when you are trying to climb multiple days in a row, or maybe you're on a trip, or you're just like really trying to work through the moves, really trying to send things. So I absolutely love the Repair from Rhino. I use it every single day, sometimes multiple times a day if it's a climbing day, and it soaks right into my skin. It's not greasy, it's not gross, and I love the smell. Like I now have associated this smell with like the end of a climbing day, the end of a climbing session. I wash my hands, get all the extra chalk off, and put the repair on. So the thing is, your skin actually can't repair itself unless it is moist. I'm really sorry if you hate that word, but it is what it is. Your skin cannot repair itself if it's dry. So if you are just leaving the chalk on your hands and thinking that that's going to be good, like your skin might start to recover, but it's not going to be anywhere near as fast or as accelerated as if you were to use the repair. So I absolutely love it. It's full of really clean ingredients. It has things like grapeseed oil. It has rosemary leaf oil, salicylic acid. There's the menthol. And then one of the other really cool ingredients is the willow bark powder, which also helps with pain. So if you want to get your hands on some of the repair from Rhino Skin, you can actually get 20% off. Um, I might have begged them for a discount code for you guys because I use their products literally every single day. I also love their split stick for when I have deep cuts or cracks. It's full of beeswax. It also has some of those pain relieving properties as well. So I'm a huge fan of Rhino Skin, but if you want to get 20% off of your order, you can head to rhinoskinsolutions.com and use code LADYBETA-2021 through the end of the year for 20% off. It's a great deal. If you do try some out, be sure to tag me on Instagram, tag Rhino as well, and you're going to get hooked. I'm sorry. I actually am sitting here looking at their large bottle. It's 16 ounces. So yes, I have 16 ounces of Rhino sitting next to my bedstand so that before I go to bed every night, I can remember to put this on. I've gone through many bottles of this. I actually have a smaller one that I keep in my climbing bag and then a little mini one for a travel size so I'm never without my repair. So I'm going to go into five tips to dealing with the internet haters, a process, if you will. So if you're, or at any point, need to come back to this episode and work through these steps, I think it will be really helpful and highly beneficial to know that, okay, there's a process for this. I can actually deal with this. And I will say that you will survive. You will survive the internet hate. And you will live to post another day. You will live to share your opinion another day. Before I get into the, the five-step process, I really, I want you to think about the people that you look up to. You know, maybe it's in, in the field of business. Maybe it's somebody very influential. Maybe it's a celebrity. A lot of people that have success are very polarizing. They've got haters. But it's because of that that they've been able to be so successful. Controversy is a part of life. And again, it allows your people to find you because you are standing in your authentic power and allowing people to see the real you. I remind myself of that all the time, that a lot of very successful people that I look up to, they are very controversial. Not everybody agrees with everything they say. And because of that, that's what's allowed them to grow and expand. OK, 
Okay, let's get into this five-step process. So the first step, I alluded to this earlier, is boundaries. You have to have boundaries. You have to determine what is and isn't okay with you. How would you like to receive feedback or constructive criticism? In what ways do you not want to receive it? For me, I would rather my clients come to me personally immediately when something happens that they feel like they want to talk to me about. I actually have this written into my contracts as well. That we take care of things in the moment ASAP. So thinking about your business, your life, what boundaries do you want to have around conversations, difficult conversations? For me, I invite people to let me know if I'm not being inclusive, if I have completely turned a blind eye to a perspective that somebody else might have. I welcome that because I think it helps me learn and it helps me grow. But again, the boundary there is you don't get to tell me I'm a terrible person because I held a different opinion or because I had a different view on something. So get really clear. What is and isn't okay with you? The second part is exploring the trigger. So the trigger here is somebody says something to you and you feel hurt because of it. A lot of the times there's likely some truth in what that person said or you wouldn't have been bothered by it. And I'm not saying it's true about you. It might be true about a belief that you hold about yourself. So, for example, let's say I climbed this boulder and, you know, somebody else comes and feels the need to tell me that, oh, that's not actually the grade. It's triggering for me because maybe I was doubting it myself. Did I actually accomplish that? Was I actually strong enough to? Holy shit, that person just shined a light on that insecurity that I actually had about myself. So really exploring that for for you. Is there some truth in there? What things am I holding on to? What beliefs am I holding on to that this person opened the door to? And the person doesn't matter. It's us. It's exploring the trigger for ourselves. How can we learn and grow from this? Triggers can be our greatest teachers if we let them be. There can be so much expansion within that. Being triggered doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you silly. It doesn't make you, whatever, vulnerable. This is human nature. Like this is this is literally how we know we're we're evolving. We're growing. We need to be triggered. This is why things like shadow work are so important. Shadow work is really exploring those parts of yourself that you've shoved under the rug for however many years, those negative aspects of your personality, and I put negative in quotes, things like being jealous, greedy, vain. Shadow work is really important because those parts of ourselves don't go away. You can shove them under the rug as much as you want, but they're still there. It's really working and learning to how can I reintegrate these as a part of myself and know that, yep, that's there. I acknowledge you. I am a full human 100%. I've got light. I've got dark. I've got all of it inside of me. As do you, as does everybody. So shadow work is a huge thing when we talk about triggers, At some point, I'll do an entire podcast episode or I want to get somebody on to interview about shadow work because I think it is incredibly impactful. That's why we talk a lot about it inside Brain Rewiring. And asking yourself, like, why why is this so triggering for me? Why, Why do I have this large emotional response? 
being triggered is when you have an emotional response that's larger than the thing that elicited it. If your emotional response is to hide off the internet for a week, why is that bothering you so much? And we're not, we're not saying it targeted. We're not saying shame. We're not saying guilt. We're not saying feel bad because it bothered you. We're saying, I'm curious. I'm really curious as to why this affected me so much. We're just getting curious about it. No shame, no guilt associated. This is where journaling, I think, can be really helpful. So step three in this process is respond, don't react. So remind yourself that the people who are making comments, they're struggling with parts of their lives. They're likely triggered. Again, projecting. It's seeing people for people, seeing humans for what they are. I was just talking about this today in one of the Synergy group calls. Like, we fuck up. I fuck up all the time, as does everybody else. It's a mistake. Sometimes it's an accident. And being willing to just let that go. Understanding that we are doing the best that we can with the tools that we have. You know, we're not, we're not necessarily excusing the behavior for the other person, but we're saying, I get it. I fuck up sometimes too. I get it that you're triggered. We're humanizing that person on the other end of the screen. If you need to vent to a safe person, maybe this is a significant other, a friend, it's a coach. Yes, coaches are super important to have here. Um, for me, I know that coaches were instrumental in dealing with some of the hate that I got early on in my business when I talked about nutrition, when I talked about hormone balancing, money, when I started to talk about money as a business coach. Having somebody that gets it, that's in the arena with me, this will be a really key point later on. I think why it's also really important to have a coach in whatever aspect, maybe it's a life coach, is they're going to challenge that idea. They're going to get you to really explore deeper, and they're not necessarily just going to agree with you. They're not going to be like, yeah, that person sucks, and they were wrong. I mean, that might be part of it, but they're going to get you to understand, like, what is that limiting belief that you might be holding about yourself, and that's why this is bothering you so much. So if you need to vent, again, do so to a safe person. Get it out. Don't be reactive. Just, just respond. Or maybe you don't even have to respond. And that's number four is block that shit if you need to. Your house is your sanctuary. It is sacred. You do not need to allow lower vibrational, lower frequency energy in there if you don't want to. Keep your energy high. Keep your vibration high. Block that shit if you need to. I cannot tell you the amount of people I've blocked on Instagram. Nope, we're not doing that here. That's not a thing. It is not mean. It is protective of yourself and your energy. And ultimately, I think this is a beautiful act of resistance against people-pleasing. I am not for everybody. You are not for everyone. We need that. We need you to keep speaking, to keep sharing your truth, to keep sharing your message and keep impacting people. Number five is remind yourself that they are not in the arena with you. This is crucial to remember when you are a business owner. Somebody that isn't in the arena with you might have a lot of time to go be an internet troll. But if somebody is in the arena with you, and what I mean by that is they are doing the same thing as you. For me, I'm looking at other online entrepreneurs. If they're in the arena with me, they're doing the thing. They're fucking putting themselves out there every single day. They're showing up. They're being very vulnerable. It's a really scary thing sometimes owning a business. They're not going to have time to go troll me on the internet because they're focused on themselves. 
And if it really is an issue and somebody in the arena with you is really triggered by what you said or, you know, really wants to have that conversation, they'll bring it up in a productive way. Brene Brown says, if you are not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. And honestly, I think more business owners could stand to take on this motto. This is a reminder, too, to surround yourself with those who are in the arena with you. People that get it. People that understand and be very empathetic to where you're at. So if you need to take some time to lick your wounds after something like some internet hate and take a step back, so be it. But please don't let that stop you from moving forward. You will always, always return stronger every single time. It's like climbing injuries. There's never been a single time that I've seen where people haven't or they've been injured and haven't come back stronger and a better climber because of that. It's the same thing with this. Take that step back. Take that pause if you need to. That's the key word there, pause. We're not stopping. And then keep moving. Push that forward button. Keep going. Keep spreading your message. I'll give you an example from this summer, actually. I thought that people didn't like it when I talked about money. But what I realized is that people need me to talk about money. They need me to be transparent about the coaching industry. And they need me to be expansive for them for what's possible. Because this is a whole new era. There is so much money to be made online. There is so much potential that online coaches have to make a consistent, reliable, incredible life for themselves and the income that they want and deserve. People who are good at what they do deserve to be compensated as such. No longer are we going to be settling for working hourly for a job that we don't like, doing things that we are not fulfilled with. And I realized this summer that there were a lot of people voicing their opinions. They were triggered, so triggered by me talking about money. They were speaking the loudest, for sure. And it distracted me from what my mission was. But we're back in full fucking force now. And I needed a little bit of time to lick my wounds and kind of regain some confidence, approach things in a different angle. And I actually put out a post a couple of days ago talking all about money, how I increased my income by 14 times. Yeah, I 14x'd my income. It's kind of insane. And I said, you know what? This is for the ones that don't like it when I talk about money. Because I'm going to keep doing it. Because I'm going to keep showing up. Because this is important. Because I wish somebody had talked about this when I needed them to. When I was first starting my business. Because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea what was possible. I had to make everything up. I had no idea what I was doing. I just kept moving forward. And it would have been really nice to know, hey, you can build this thing and it can be really successful and have some of that pressure taking off. Have some of that comfort knowing that, okay, this is possible for you. This is a thing that can happen for you as a climbing coach. So I hope that personal example was helpful for you. For me, it's, it's just remembering that I need to stand in my power to empower others to stand in theirs. And that's where it starts. You have a mission here with this life that you were given. Please, please do not let it go to waste. That is my me begging you to not let the fear of something happening stop you from showing up. To not let the fear 
of it happening stop you from sharing your message? And if it has happened, you've survived. It's usually not as bad as we build it up in our minds to be. It's usually not as bad as we think it will be. So the longer that you spend worrying about what might happen, the longer that you deprive the world of what it is that you have to offer. Again, it's not if, it's when it will happen. But the thing is, the more that you put yourself out there, the more visible you are, the more likely it's going to happen. And that's a good thing. You want your business to grow and you want your reach to grow, right? I would rather piss Tom off on the internet than piss myself off for wasting my gifts and wasting time being afraid of what could happen. You will learn to build very thick skin from owning a business. It's a gift. Embrace it. Entrepreneurship, being a business owner, was not built for everybody. Not everybody is built to withstand these types of things. But those who are, you got to do it. You got to answer that call because nothing else is going to feel fulfilling for you. So to recap the uh, five-step process here, number one, boundaries. Create them. Get really clear on what they mean to you, what is and what isn't okay. Number two is explore the trigger. Why am I feeling the way that I am right now? When is the first time that I remember feeling that way? Is this making me feel less than? Is this making me feel less worthy? Number three is respond, don't react. Give yourself some time. Maybe don't hit that reply button right away. Sit with it for a bit. Number four is block that shit if you need to. Protect yourself. Protect your time, your space, your energy. And number five is remind yourself that they are not in the arena with you. I think that that is one of the most important steps. If they're not putting themselves out there like you are, who cares? armchair quarterback. It's like one of my favorite sayings ever is like, um, it's like the people watching football that are like, oh my God, they should have thrown the ball. And it's like, well, you're not, are you on the arena? Are you on the field with them? Like it's, you know, it's, it's, we have to take that with a grain of salt. So I actually pulled some cards because I felt really drawn to, and they were pretty perfect. So pretty spot on. So I'm going to read some. I actually pulled two cards. So the first one is the Divine Animals Oracle. I just got this deck. It's absolutely beautiful. And the card that I pulled is the Sea Turtle. The word under it says stability. It's a beautiful picture of a sea turtle, half in, half out of the water. And there's a child sleeping on its back. And the description says, Operating from a stable base is advantageous. If you need help and guidance, ask for it, as you are loved and supported. Delve deeply into the study of something rather than just skimming the surface. Do not push hard for what you want all the time. Instead, set an attention or direction and steadily flow towards this. Not every journey needs to be a difficult one full of drama. The second page of this says, Sea turtle magic flows to us with stability and resilience. When you want something to come to fruition, but do not want to have to push very hard for it, as you perhaps have habitually done, ride the wave of sea turtle magic with its ease and surety. Sea turtles travel long distances, yet they follow the currents and hitch a ride. You too can do this energetically and refuse to be pressured. Sometimes you need to accept someone else's more stable helping hand so you can rest a little, a healthy part of the lesson of sea turtles. I really love this because before I pulled this card, I actually asked, I always ask the cards questions. Um, I asked, what 
what does the person that's listening to this need to know to become more resilient? What will help them become more resilient on their path? And it's such a perfect card. In order to be more resilient, we have to have a more stable base and more stable foundation, allowing other people to help us. I really thought that that one was very fitting. So the second card that I pulled is from my Moonology Manifestation deck. Also just got this one. Really, really digging it. This card that I pulled is New Moon in Leo. The word under it says shine, which I thought was excellent and very fitting as I'm telling you to please continue to show up and spread your message and share your gifts with the world. The description says, a new day is dawning. You're moving from darker times to light and are well on your way to your desired outcome. Be proud of who you are. Your self-confidence has got you this far, so keep on believing in yourself. Sometimes we have to fake it until we make it, and that's okay too. You're on the right track and the future is bright. In relationships, carry yourself with respect and others will respect you. Whatever challenges you're facing, consider taking a more creative approach. I absolutely love it. Oh, this has been a really fun episode for me to record. I appreciate you so much for listening. And again, if you are interested in anything Ignite, head over to the show notes. You can learn a ton more about the program. If you have questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I absolutely love answering questions. I want to make sure that you are the absolute best fit that you can be for the programs and services that I offer and provide. So don't hesitate to reach out. And if you haven't yet left a rating and review, I'd really appreciate that. You can leave a review on iTunes. It doesn't take very long. Helps other people find the show. Podcasting also has an algorithm similar to Instagram. And the more reviews a show has, the easier it is for other people to find it. It will be recommended more in the podcast app. So I sincerely appreciate you taking time to leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Tag me on Instagram in your stories if this was helpful for you. I cannot wait to hear what resonated with you and your takeaways. I will talk to you next episode. 